Welcome everybody to Tehillim Themes. We're on Kapitel Yud, which is 10 out of 150. And I know it's an ambitious project, but Ezra Hashem, I want us to daven and understand what we're davening, which is something that I'm trying to do myself. So the title for today is True Modesty, and I have another Shalshalas for you, which you'll know that I'm going to explain it in the same way that I always explain it. Um, maybe at some point in the next uh, 140 Kapitel, we'll come up with something more original, but for now it works. Radak, Radavik Kimti, Kimchi, who we mentioned many times, was born in 1160 to 1235, which is a very important time to be living. He explains that the, this psalm was written as a general prayer for one to recite when faced with a threatening enemy. King David presents a hard question of why Hashem sometimes seems to be tuned away from us, which is verse 1. Sometimes it appears that the haughty per- people are able to subdue those who are poor and unfortunate, which is verse 2. And I just want to talk about that for a moment, because that's exactly where the Shalshalis is. And it says, Begavas Rasha Yidlak Ani Yitfasu Yitafsu Mimzimos Zu Chashavu In the wicked one's haughtiness, he hunts down the poor who are caught in the devices which they have contrived. So Yitafsu, they are caught. And that's the Shalshalis. Why? Because part of the challenge of this world like the Ramchal says in many places, especially Das Tunos, is the repeat distance that that this bad thing happened and then it continues to happen. And where is the Rebbe Shalom? And when we see repeat evil and repeat pain and suffering, then that's where we start to question Hashem even more. And of course, our job is to be talking to nobody. Hashem runs the world. At the end, David expresses his unrelenting faith, unrelenting faith in Hashem. Hashem hears every request of those that are modest, verse 18, even before they are articulated. That's how the Radak explains this capital. Let's talk about humility. Haughtiness, well, we'll start there first, is a trait that is frequently referred to as repulsive to Hashem. Hashem kol the humble one is the person who Hashem listens to and adores. Chazal and Tainus tell us that the hard trees get down by the strong winds because they are firm and thus blow over when resisting the wind. However, the soft trees sway with the wind. By the way, that's in the Parsha. Um, it talks about the pishta, the the soft things did not get hit in the maka of barad because they were kiafelosena um, because they were soft, they had, they were they were brand new and therefore soft, absorbing the shock and remaining resilient and standing. Those that are overly firm often have trouble dealing with others. They are unbending and tough, and thus have lost before they began. Those who are pleasant and modest will come out successful in life. The humble have special protection and care from Hashem. They're respected and heard by others. And of course, psychologically, we can explain that as well. History of the world. When Hashem created the world, he made the sun and the moon the same size. The moon complained to Hashem. Like we have at the Rashi beginning of Rashi's. You can't have two kings in one sky. The moon wanted, the moon wanted Hashem to diminish the sun and crown the moon as the king of the sky. Hashem told the moon, you are correct. You can't have two kings. Thus, go and diminish yourself. The moon learned that haughtiness was a destructive trait. It learned the importance of subject, subjection and modesty. It is because this lesson was taken to heart that the moon was ultimately will be enlarged when Mashiach comes. So somehow that question won't be a question anymore, but we'll try to explain it at the end. The Jew represents the moon. Just as the moon wanes and waxes, so too Jewish history is replete with glorious ups and bitter downs. We recite Kedr Shlavana, the sanctification of a new moon reminds me that I'm due for that, once a month, and we pray for the ultimate redemption. We quote the verse which says, David Melch Yisrael, sorry, David Huakatan, he was a small one. The reason I said that is because the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah also says that when we say Kedosh we say David Melch Yisrael, so that's that's a part of it. This shows that David is, is considered the moon. It shows that only those who are modest will persevere 
and be favored in Hashem's eyes. David repeats the theme numerous times throughout the Tehillim. Those that are haughty will be lowered by Hashem, which is what this capital is about. Those who are modest will be elevated and endeared. It may sometimes look differently, and we do not fully grasp the wisdom of Hashem. One thing we know for sure is that Hashem helps us and deeply loves those who are modest and sincere. Thank you so much for listening. May Hashem answer our tefillos. Look at this beautiful capital and take in its lessons as you absorb its beautiful and rich words.